0: Thank you for joining us on another episode of real voices have another great guest with us today we have karina garcia with us and just wanted to thank you for coming on and just get right to it and just ask you what brought you into the industry what was it that inspired you to become an agent
1: well thank you for having me today it's a pleasure to be here i i started in this it's a it's a it's a little it's a little long but um I used to be a sales rep for a third-party uh, company for Cox Communications, and then uh, I met this team there, and um, they were forming a team for real estate. But since I, since I had just joined their team as a you know as a sales rep for you know uh, this internet and all this stuff, right? Um, I didn't really participate or say, say much, I was just there. And then um, they were always asking uh, one of the members there, you know, when are you going to go get your license? When are you going to go to school? When are you, uh, Did you sign up already? And, you know, we need a real estate agent and, you know, and I never cared to, you know, ask or anything. Um, it went on and on like that for a few weeks. And then I remember that one of the guys that kept asking him one day, he just came up, you know, to me and said, "Hey, why don't you get your real estate license?" And I said, "I just thought, um, what? <laughs> what is that? You know, like, tell me more." And so he started telling me. About you know um, you can do this and this and we really need somebody in the team. We're already wholesaling. I knew they were already wholesaling because I seen uh, some cash that they brought into the the house once after celebrating. You know that they had closed, and the guy let me. He's like, here, hold it. Like it was it was like probably fifteen to twenty thousand dollars cash and uh, I was just really happy to be around that kind of people and um, so when he approached me with that you know like hey we need somebody in the team like I already knew that they were serious they were already doing it and I just really believe in this this team you know and, um, uh, and there was, uh, that was one sign, that, that wasn't the sign, that was like, I signed out right after that. I just want to go back a little bit before that where um, uh, I went to this um, woman's meeting, uh, they, were, they will give awards to uh, women that were still going to college. Because at this point, I'm still in college, right? And um, they were giving out uh, scholarships. And we were in this table, this round table, and then the lady said uh, we had to say our names and we had to say what we do, what we did. And the lady, one of them, said, "I, my name is so and so, and I am retired, but I used to be a real estate agent. And the reason why I was a real estate agent," she said, "it's because I always wanted to earn as much money as a man does, like." I always wanted to be in a career where there is, there is this equality, right? And to me that sounded really good, like, oh my gosh, wow, you know, like, you go girl, like, good job. And then this other sign came up with this guy and I believe in signs, I believe in, you know, people will got you and circumstances will got you to the right you know, path and that's what happened to me. That's how I became.
0: That's cool. <laughs> it's one of those things, I ask that question a lot and I don't think I've ever heard anyone say, I grew up believing I was gonna be a real estate agent. Right. So let me, talk, let me talk to you a little bit about that. Like as a kid, what was it that inspired you? What, what did you wanna be growing up?
1: Growing up, uh, let me see, why I wanna, I knew I wanted to be in the business industry there, there is a goal I had, uh, and I do not know how this goal started or anything. I just remember, as a, as a more of a grown up, that I always wanted to own a hotel. Like, I have no, no knowledge of why exactly, I, as a kid there was, I never stood, I, I wasn't ever in a hotel because you know, I grew up in Mexico and you have your house and very humble, very humble house and I have no knowledge, I probably saw something on TV, I don't know. The point is that I, I, I knew that I wanted to own a hotel, I wanted to own a hotel and I didn't know how it's going to happen or anything. Uh, but other than that, like if you tell me you wanted to be a teacher or a doctor or something, no, that it never crossed my mind. I was always really, I've always, think, I think that I care too much about my relationships with people. I think I am, uh, you know, uh, you, what do you need? I'm there, I'm, I am more on that and I, and it's funny how maybe I can now use that in this career, right? It's very, um, it, it's helpful, but um, definitely I come from a place of, of you know, this is who I am, this is, you know, I'm not trying to just get you to like me for whatever reason, this is not, you know? And, and that's, the, yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah.
0: I appreciate that. So um, as, a, as a young girl growing up in Mexico, and having that dream, who did you tell people about that dream or was that a secret you kept for yourself? What, what was that
1: like? And- I think I kept it to myself. Yes, there was, uh, there was a recurring dream I had where I kept dreaming a lot about a city. I would look at it from either it's a, I'm on top of a mountain or I'm on an airplane or helicopter, something up in the air. And I keep seeing the city, the lights of the city. And and there's infinite, they're infinite. Like you can't not say, oh, okay, that's the end of them. No, you can't, it's, it's any, it, it, and I think the dream started since I was like about nine years old. And I kept having it. Um, I think some, uh, one day I told someone about it and he said, you know, I think that you're gonna realize the dream when you are leaving it when you're there you're gonna say oh that's the dream you know because i always keep thinking like when is it gonna happen and i think probably like three months ago i started um hiking uh, this mountain and i remember I didn't wanna be there. Um, you know, with the pandemic and everything that's going on, there's a lot of people in the mountain, and I didn't really wanna be there when there was so many people. So I started going a lot earlier. One day I couldn't sleep and I got up and I left. It was like 2 a.m., right? So I'm like, it's okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it. It's gonna I'm gonna be safe. It's gonna be okay. So I go to the mountain. And when I'm there on the top of it, and then I see the city, I kept asking, I said, is this it? Is this, and the good feeling that I had as a child, you know, of seeing that mountain, the lights, was it? I don't know. I still don't know, but after that, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Like, I feel that, you know, it's, it's, it's just, to me, the, the dreams can happen. Real dreams, when you know, will happen. And as long as you are, you know, just grateful and you keep living your life and not just hoping for that dream, it will just happen. It will just happen.
0: Right. I appreciate that. Um, I, I I've never had dreams that reoccur. So whenever someone tells me that, I thought that that's pretty fascinating. That yeah. you typically means something for you in your life, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um. So as you know, growing up. Leaving your home and coming yeah. to here, what was I guess the the greatest challenge of doing doing something like that? Just leaving home and going to a, oh a new place. Oh my gosh,
1: you're touching something very deep here. Um, <clears throat> that's that's that is I I I can approach it in different ways. You know, I can tell you my story, but um, <clears throat> you know. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> there's a lot in that story. It's it's there's a lot. Um, coming here to the United States was, man, it's like it's another chapter on a dif- same book, but it changes everything in you. I was fifteen when I came here. <clears throat> I I came here to help out uh, help out my uncle. And my aunt, who were struggling to find uh, uh, someone to take care of the kids that you know were was trustworthy, they had just moved to another state, so they r- re- didn't really know much. Many people, so they offered me to come here to help them. I took the chance, I took the opportunity, and I and I came here, and I really didn't know anything. <laughs> I mean, learning English was a lot of, it's not easy. I don't care. It's not easy for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's my yeah, first lang- only it's, language, only language,
0: and it's, it's okay. a difficult language for sure.
1: It's a beautiful language. I, when I learn English, like when I, it's, it's, it's another dimension. I don't know how to explain it other than that. It's just a wonderful thing. It's just a wonderful thing because you see, you have two different worlds, right. like literally. So, um, the challenges that I face here, it was the language, uh, culture shock, like I was used to do and see things differently and heres it's, it's, I like it, don't, I like it, you know, it's, it's nice, um, but getting used to everything, you know, the, The style of living and everything was, uh, it took took many years. I can uh, probably tell you you know that I didn't really get into it uh, until my daughter was born. She's nine years old now and that's when I really started uh, coming out of my comfort zone. she really pulled me not not her, but it was the friends that she found in school and then play days. I'm like, what is a play <laughs> day? Like I don't get it, you know, like I started learning it. Mom, I have a friend of me. I'm like, what is it? What are you talking about? Friend of me. That's like, wow, these two words and make a new meaning and it's like so cool, you know, like even you know things that people take for granted. To me, they were like this. This, it's. I'm telling you, it's like you either you know you're taking out gla- your glasses or you're putting on more layers to see more further. I don't know, you know, something like that. And, but it's it's a wonderful thing. I am very grateful to be here. I am so grateful to meet and and to really get into uh, with you know in this culture. Uh, this this uh, you know the way you guys do things here I really enjoy it it's fantastic
0: did you feel like even people of your your culture that they may have changed a little bit being here did you feel that as well as well or just it was the culture itself that was different not necessarily your people as, as well
1: yeah I think it's both I think you 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 yes it changes you because um I think, in my way of thinking, obviously not for everybody, but there's more pressure here. There's more of, uh, you know, you gotta, you're here to succeed. You're here to
0: Pull to make up. it happen.
1: Right. Yes, I, I, I can, I, I, I know that there's more expectations of you, and and why not? Why not? You're living in America, like. Who gets the chance just to come here and make it happen and if you do get the chance like take it and run with it and take it all the way i heard once that even you know i don't know how to and you have to hear the whole story they said somebody said being poor is a sin and i said being poor is a sin but why so the context of this was it's because they say that when you have something, we all have something to offer. Mm-hmm. But when you make sure that you go and offer all of that that you have, you will not be poor. You know what I'm saying? So, when if you're poor, it's because you're not really giving all of yourself. So, that to me, oh, it clicked. I said, okay, so I get it. Now, you can't just go around saying, you know, it's a sin, it's not a sin. And you got to get the whole context. Of the story, but to me that that it kind of represented too. When you come to the United States, you change your mentality. Not only you know being poor of money wise, but you gotta give. There's like American way is like very generous. Mm-hmm. Like or that's my experience again. You know people, uh, my community so generous, and and that's what I am trying to repeat and go around and give and, and, and so I, it can grow, it can grow, you know.
0: Yeah, thank you, appreciate that. Yeah, it helps me to realize how you know, fortunate I am to have been born here and have, have the things that I have, so I appreciate that. Um, you, you mentioned, again, kind of going back to your childhood, I, I kind of like the childhood. It yeah. tells us who, who we are sometimes, um, but just growing up, what was the most unique or interesting way you had to make money or help around the house, (laughs) help out around. What was was some things you had to do that were unique or interesting?
1: Oh, man. (laughs) Okay, so, um, I think I was maybe 10, 10, 11ish, maybe maybe 10, because you're not really embarrassed to do certain things. You're like the bravest at that age. You're like, there's no shame in anything, really, you know? it's not maybe until you get, you know, maybe with more friends and then you start seeing what they do and then you want to copy and you let go of who you truly are. And that's, you want to become somebody else and you lose yourself in the, in the, in in that. But before, I remember before really being just with friends, um, I, I it was, it was about, you know, I couldn't work at that age, but I knew I wanted money I had the time I had to do something and so we had a tree at home it was a lemon tree and I remember uh, my mom would tell me fill out a bag you know just a grocery bag fill it up with lemons and take it to so and so and they will give you money and you can keep it so I did that you know I will be going and I would put a lot of lemons in it I would be like extra, extra lemons, extra, like the bag would like really hold and I would take it and I don't know how much they'll give me, like five pesos, ten pesos, I have no idea how much that is, maybe a dollar, I don't know, Um, and I was happy, it was good, but then I started seeing, because in Mexico there's all this entrepreneurship thing, it's always about that, big corporations, all that, that's very American. And, um, but in Mexico, it was all about, oh, that guy is opening his own store just the front of my house or the next door neighbor is opening a new shoe store next door. Like, that's where we come from. So, okay, so I decided to open up my own candy shop, okay? So, yeah, I got a little table that I had. I think I started with like a box, like a little, just a box and I flipped it, you know, and put the stuff on there. And I remember going to the Mercadito, which is like the little, the market, and getting a bunch of candies, but all, just the candies I really (laughs) liked, you know, and that I always thought this will sell because, you know, I like them and they will sell, right? So I got a bunch of candy and um, I think my mom had to lend me money, I don't know, somebody had to lend me some money. uh, and i will sit on the put the box put the candy there and be outside in the street from like probably 6 7 p.m for like an hour hour and a half and so kids will show up you know and start buying some candy at the beginning i remember being feeling a little weird you know like i did not know how that was if it was going to work out but it did work out because then eventually, like, all the kids, even if they didn't buy or if they bought something, like, you know, they would stick around, they would just be there. And you know that attracts people. You know, you want to go, you want to go buy some food, tacos, whatever, you see the big line, you want to go there too, right? Okay, so it kind of happened like that. Like, they would just stand around and talking to me and I'll be, you know, just, I'd, sometimes putting somebody to work and I'll be like, I'll be right back, I'm going to go, you know, kick the ball or something. and. Um, and yeah, that's um, that's how it happened. That was my and first
0: business, My
1: right? first business, yes, yes. And it grew from there. I just kept doing different things. I used to sell, um, you'll freeze the bananas and then you will melt the chocolate and then, you know, put the chocolate in the banana and, they, and then people will buy those too. And I remember making ice bags with ice and then the people will be ready to eat. But you know, maybe the water wasn't cold enough and they would come and buy ice for me, like just things started to flow. And I remember once this, I also learned some, the following, one of the, one of the nights somebody said why don't you put it also, put your little shop like in the morning because a lot of kids come to school. We had a school in our street. And I said, yeah, that's a great idea. So I woke up early, I it was not a morning person. And to my surprise, nobody eats candy in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) Like it was no, nobody was shopping, no, no candy, no. And uh, that was the only time I tried it, it didn't work. Uh I feel tired. It was just just, it wasn't for me. So I was just I went back to what I knew was working. I got my little, you know, I got my peeps, what you know, it was all good for that. But yeah, so I learned both things.
0: That's cool. I appreciate it. So um I guess how's that translated for you in your your real estate business? Has that has that helped you at all when you think and look back at that? Was that beneficial?
1: Uh, definitely, it, it has helped a lot because um, I think that um, it has helped me to know that no matter what you do, you know, uh, some things are gonna work and some things aren't gonna work, uh, like uh, what I just said. And I remember one time going to the park and there was this lady selling some something, and I I said, you know, uh, can I have this or whatever, and. And then I told her, I remember I told one of the, she had like a little girl or something, I said, I remember doing this when I was a kid like you, I said. And then the lady, somebody, I had somebody, some, some, I had somebody with me that was just, you know, trying to be smart and he's like, uh, you know, um, he's like, yeah, yeah, so don't encourage that, some, something. He was trying to be funny and I said, but, and then I remember and I said, but now I'm selling houses, so keep at it, you know? Like, it was just good for that moment. So I hope that worked. And, you know, you never know who you're going right. to inspire. But to me, I think that, yeah, just b- not being afraid of trying something as when I did it when I was young, it helped. It also, I also know that some people are going to like you and some people aren't going to like you, and, and that's okay. Right. It's nothing, there's not, n- nothing to do with personality. Sometimes they just don't like any of the candies that you have there, yeah. you know, and it's, it's cool. You know, they don't, they, you know, whatever. And it's fine, but most of the time, I think people are really open to, you know, whatever you have to offer. They'll give you an opportunity. They'll listen to you. And if it clicks, it clicks. Yeah, that's. Plain, <laughs> Plain
0: and simple. It's yeah. just that easy. Um, so you talked about being an inspiration who inspired you, like who did you want to be, or as, as a kid, as an adult, who is it? Who, who inspires you?
1: Uh, I actually have a lot of people that I can say inspire me. Uh, some people that are real in my life, but also people that I have found in YouTube or somewhere in, on the internet, on TV. I read. I read a lot. I like reading, and I think uh, I could say one of the persons that inspired me the most is Wayne Dyer, and uh, I found him. You know, when he was on Channel Eight a lot, like on PBS specials and stuff, and I started listening to him very often, and uh, I liked his way of thinking. I liked his way of living and, you know, uh, I even want to go visit Maui Island just because he lived there and, and I, he, sometimes he, he talks, well on the videos, you know, he talks a lot about Maui and I just really want to go and see what he saw. And other than that I, I i just can't i have a whole list i really do there's a lot of people
0: i like wayne dyer I think he's a he's a good person to be uh-huh. inspired by so you brought a book here um as a man thinketh i'd like for you to just kind of maybe even i don't know if you want to read a passage if you like or just tell us about what is it about the book that that you like and
1: uh i think the book uh, i really like the book that it's it's really short And to the point, it's, it's, there's no sugar coatings or anything that doesn't have to be there. I think to me it's, it's, it's anybody can read it fast enough. It's what, I I should know, like uh, I should, 60 pages long or something, and it's, it's really inspiring. And it really talks a lot about, just like the title says, as a man think it, like. Whatever it is that you want to bring, you know, you think about it. However, you know, if something happens, if something happens, you're like, no, I couldn't have thought of that. There, yeah, and knowing that we are responsible, I think that really, I think we'll graduate from being, just being to becoming. And you, we, you have to you can't just say no. I no, we are responsible, and that brings a lot of um, awareness uh, into our life. But by the same token, we bring good things into our lives. We create good, positive things, and and I think it's a really inspiring book a lot of people. You can find it like an audiobook, and it's free to online and get it done maybe in like an hour or something. It's fantastic. I really recommend that for sure. Awesome.
0: I appreciate that. Um, I, I too believe the same things that, you know, whatever happens in life, you are responsible for, you're responsible for your feelings about it. You're responsible for how, what that looks like. And I think if, once we we, we um, comprehend that, we do have a power to take control of our lives and and create a better life for ourselves. So. Sure well i appreciate you being on um any final thoughts or anything you'd like to say to the to the audience before we, we head out
1: well i i just want to thank you really for letting me be here i this is a great opportunity for me to just uh you know um tell everybody you know that I, yeah if you're looking for an agent you can call me and uh, i'll he- share my information on the video and, and i'll be happy to help you and i'll be I'll be there with you, I'll walk you you know, through the process of selling a house or buying a house. Or if you're investing or you're out of town, out of state and you want to know more about the market here in Phoenix, Arizona, I can definitely help you out.
0: Thank you so much, appreciate it.